All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to my podcast number seven. We're going to do follow-up today. Now, our last podcast, I talked about different income opportunities. And, and let me just say right now, there's a lot more than what I told you about different income opportunities. And I was thinking about that after I got done. I was I missed a whole lot. I mean, there's berries. There's, there's just all kinds of things that you can do to make income. So once you sit down with your marketing people or your family and just start brainstorming, you're going to come up with more than I came up with. And not all of them are going to work for you. Some of these are just going to be ones that you want to do or you're comfortable with. These are just a broad idea of all the different income opportunities that you can do. So tailor it to yourself. My, my whole point of it is always have something going on. Make it creative. Make it fun. Make a reason for people to come out. You're not going to get every person to come out, but you're going to get a group of people that like certain things that you're putting on. And they're going to come out. You may have a polka dance. You're not going to get, let's say you have 300 customers. You're not going to get 300 people to come out for a polka dance, but you may get 20 people to come out for a polka dance. And they're going to bring their friends because, hey, Marge, Jim, Bill, we got a polka dance out at XYZ Farm tonight. Why don't you come with us? Because they said we can bring friends. Okay? So you got now each one of these 30 are bringing another couple with them. That's another 30 potential customers. So get excited about it. It's awesome. These are things that, that you can do. And, and I had one person say, well, don't you get tired of people coming to your farm? I'm like, yeah, I get real tired of making money. I mean, yeah, I hate, I hate customers. Gosh, I, I'm just going to put a big fence up again with a, with a uh, do not enter and a big dog out front again with cameras and, and, and tell them don't step foot on my property because I'm in business to, for what? Why am I, let's see, why am I in business? Okay. Gosh, no, I love customers coming out. If I don't like it, I'm quitting. I love raising beef. I love the farm life. I want to stay on the farm and I love people coming out. If they're enjoying my in my business, can you imagine a, like a, a coast to coast or a, a, a hardware store getting mad because they're having customers that come to events all the time and they're buying stuff and they're bringing their friends? Gosh, what a terrible thing to happen. Well, this can happen to you guys really easily and it's fun. So Get on it. Get, get your brainstorming going. Start doing things. Now, the question arises, all right, now you've got customers. Now you've got customer base. Get, you're up to the point where somebody's buying from you for the first time. Let's say you've got, make up a number, 30 customers that have bought from you from the first time. Now, what do you do? This is where the fun begins. This is where the hard work begins. You think there was hard work getting those 30 customers. Now the work begins. Most people you're going to find, they sell those 30 people over a couple month period. And I, I'll guarantee you, if I asked them who their customers were, the majority of them wouldn't know their names, wouldn't know their phone numbers, wouldn't know where they lived, and have never recontacted them again. Because you sold them, you sold them something. Why do I, they, they're just going to come back automatically because they love me. They love my farm. They love my food. They're just going to, the phone's going to ring. Whenever they want food, beef, chicken, poultry, whatever, they're going to call me. No, it doesn't work that way. Now the work begins. You've got to start, start your follow-up program. When, when, when you sell someone, this is, what happens, this is what happened to me. I bought product from somebody. This is the third time. I still have yet to hear from them. I still have yet to get a phone call, a thank you letter. Hey, Jim, are you ready to buy some more beef? It's been a couple months. How'd you love it? Are you telling your friends? How about your family? 
I know you got two boys. Do you think they'd be interested in, in buying some beef? I know one just got married. What do you think? No, they don't eat. They eat Frosted Flakes every day. Why would they want to buy beef, especially from somebody I just bought from that I trusted and, and, and love their meat? I mean, come on. This is what happens. Nobody's following up with these customers. Nobody's putting them in, a, in, a, in a, your own type of database to continually follow up. Now, my database is not computer-oriented. I hate computers. I don't do computers. You talk to me about a computer, you might as well just look beyond me because I don't know computers, don't want computers, hate computers. You may love them. I like to put things like my customers on a, on a big white board. And I got them listed by name. I got them listed by month. I got them listed by what they bought in the month of January all the way through December. And I know the next time I got to follow up with them in March. So I'll, I'll put a mark in March saying I need to follow up with this guy. I also have recipe cards I put them on into a, and I put them in a recipe box. It cost me probably all of eight bucks. I put their names on there and any information I know about them, if I know their kids, I know their birthday, if I know all their information, and I continually look at them day after day after day. And I got to have things in front of me. So I put them on a board, put them on a wall, and I can see them every day. These are my customers. So I, get them, I actually get them memorized that way. I can memorize my customers because I see them every single day on a board. If I have to go into a computer database, I'll never remember them. I'll never remember their name. I won't even get to half of them because I'll forget how to get to the database. I have to see them on the wall. And then I can, I can, I can tell you, sometimes if you really want to get crazy, you can put a picture of them right next to it. Whatever you do. But I like to keep, keep them so in front of me that I see them all the time that I don't ever forget them. Now, so you got that. Now, what you want to do, you will do everything possible to retain those customers, okay? First of all, you're going to build your business very slowly. If someone's trying to tell you to build your business quickly, I, I think that's wrong. You don't go out and buy 150 steers and they're all going to be ready in June and July. Now I got to go find 150 to 400 customers or else they're just going to sit there and keep eating my pasture over and over again. No. I want to start with a certain amount of steers, maybe 10. I want to work on selling those 10 before they're done. And then once I get those 10 sold, they're pre-sold, I want to work on selling the next batch ahead of time. So I know how many I need to have for the next time. I want to know my stuff are pre-sold before I buy any, before I have anything beyond that 10. Because if I, if I can sell 20, then I know I need to go buy some more. If I can only sell eight, why would I buy more? Okay, I'm constantly out trying to sell, but it, sometimes it starts slowly because you don't really have anything to go on. You don't have a product. You don't have a history. You, really, someone just got to go buy your word that it tastes good. It's like buying a car. You want to buy a new truck, but you've never sat in one. You just kind of have to go buy the pictures and the brochure. Yeah, that looks really comfortable. Yeah, it's really powerful. You got to sit in it. Well, someday I'd like to sit in it. Well, someday when I get a truck, you can sit in it. But hey, do you want to spend 80000 to buy it? Sure, that sounds good. Okay. Okay, that's how it goes. So you've got to develop trust in a certain way when you don't have the product. And you're going to build slowly. But the thing is, you got to remember quality and retain your customers at all costs. You can't build your business by losing customers. If you sell 10 or 20 out of that 10, uh, those 10 steers or you sell 30, retain those 30 because those 30 are going to buy again 
in the next three to six months. So now you know how many cows you need to have, and, and you're going to go out and sell those next three to six months to, to, to more people. So you know, hey, I sold another seven. I need to bring seven more in, right? I don't want anybody to have excess inventory. And everybody says it's okay that you can just store it somewhere. I don't like that. I don't like, because then it becomes distressed merchandise. You're selling it for cheaper. It gets old. It's all the cuts nobody wants. You're, you're really stressed out because you got all this money wrapped up. It's, it's sitting in a freezer somewhere. You can't sleep at night because you got all this money wrapped up and all this stuff. I don't like to. I like to start slow. If you got a big herd already, keep doing what you're doing. Start picking out some steers or some cows that you want to sell. Start your selling. How many can you get sold by the time some of these are finished? Okay. And it does take a lot of the stress away. You might sell 20 your first month. You don't know. You only sell two because you're not, you're not used to, you don't have a customer base to go back on. So start out slow and, and build from there. I bet if I had to guess, I would say 90% of the people, after you sell somebody, 90% of those, 90% of the ranchers or anybody that sells anything never goes back and contacts that customer again. I bet they're focused on the next sale. And they might spend some time, maybe they'll call them, and maybe they're too scared to call them. Say, gosh, what should they, what if they hate my meat or hate my beef or hate my chicken? I don't want to, I don't want to know that. I'd rather just, yeah, they're going to call. They're going to call me when they're done, and I know they love my beef and my, or my chicken or my pork, so why, why bother them? I don't want to bother them. Right. That's what they're all thinking. You just spent all this money with this guy, and now I'm never going to hear from you again. I have to call you. Are you crazy? I spent a lot of money with you. I want, the, I, want, I want the best. I want the best beef. I want the best pork, the best chicken, but I also want the best service. I want the best producer. I want you to call me and say, hey, call me by name. Jim, how did you like that beef? Did you get a chance to grill some up for your wife or your kids? Did you get a chance to grow some or grease? Did you have that date Friday night and you got to grill some for your date? I want that follow-up. And, and I want the question asked at the end. Hey, when do you think you're going to buy your next, your next beef? When do you think your next purchase is going to be? I want to make sure and stay in touch with you. I got some good cows coming up pretty soon. They're going to be done. Do you think you might want some in three months? Well, yeah, probably three or four months. Great. I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to reserve one for you. Don't bother paying me now. I know you're going to take it. I'll get one reserved for you. Is a half or a quarter? What's, what's probably good for you? Okay, and you start a conversation. Hey, do you know any friends or anybody that would like some, maybe take the other quarter? Yeah, let me call Martha and see if she'd be interested. Let me call my son. He might want one for him and his wife. Okay, now you just made probably another sale. But you're never going to make additional sales if you don't follow up. And your best people to sell additional products to are the people already bought from you. Why do people spend so much time trying to go out and find new customers when you have your best customers right there? They've already bought from you. And they're going to tell everybody they know. And if you just ask them, they're going to tell you, yes, I can call these people for you and see if they'd want some beef or my kids or, or my, my mother or, or my brothers. They, they all eat. So follow up with the customers you have. Stay in contact with them. If you're in a neighborhood and you're doing neighborhood selling, let's say you're just there's a neighborhood you're trying to crack, you've sold one or two people in that neighborhood, you want to keep as much business local as possible right there in that neighborhood because it's easy marketing, it's easy distribution, it's word of mouth. Go see those people that you sold. Be visible. You see the neighbor out, go talk to him. If he said no before, just go back and talk to him again. Say, hey, 
you want to say hi, I just delivered some more beef to your neighbor. He's really enjoying it. Did you have a chance to go over and taste some and just smell some? Did you, how's it doing? Hey, when do you think you buy some beef? Would you like to try some? You're starting a conversation, okay? I used to draw a map of a neighborhood of all the houses and the way it looked in the cul-de-sac, and then I would color in the houses that I've sold. Then I know which houses I haven't sold. So I go to those houses that are sold. I'll call up and say, hey, Bill, can I come over real quick? I got a, a new product I want you to try free of charge. Yeah, Bill, hey, Jim, come on over. Give him a couple of beef sticks. You say, hey, what do you think? Hey, by the way, do you think your neighbor would like it? And you go walk in the neighborhood. You see somebody out mowing the lawn or you see somebody out walking the dog or you see somebody out scooping the driveway and you say, hey, I just got was just over at Nancy and Bill's and, and gave them some new beef sticks we're trying out. Here, have a sample. What do you think? Hey, do you think you'd ever like to try some of our beef? Boom, right into a conversation. They may say yes, they may say no. Do it again the next time. It's so, I'm not going to, I hate to use the word simple, but it is simple because there's not much to it. You're not spending $1 in your marketing and you're going after the people that like to buy, that can afford to buy in a neighborhood. And, it's, and it's, they're all right there. Sooner or later, they're going to say yes. If you keep asking, don't think you have to sell everybody the first day, but just be visible, be there, be true to your brand, be, be, be just be always be truthful. Invite them out to the, to the farm tours invite, invite them out to the barbecue. Keep inviting them out. Sooner or later, they're going to say, yes, this guy's for real. He keeps asking me out to this barbecue. Let's just go out and see what's happening out there. Sounds like something's really happening out at the XYZ farm. Let's go out. I'm kind of anxious to see what their farm looks like. You know, I've heard so much about it. I'm kind of see what their animals look like. I heard they got a unique operation. I want to go out and see it. Be a good Friday night thing. Hey, I heard they got a dance out there. I heard they got a band out there tonight. Hey, they got threshers out there. Hey, they've got blacksmithing out there this weekend. Let's go out and see what's happening. Boom. It's, I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's, it is that simple if you just do it. Okay? So... Get excited. Remember, money follows the energy. Money follows the energy. The more energy you put into it, the more money is going to come. People see your energy. People see your enthusiasm. People see your product. They see everything. They see your demeanor. If you're smoking and throw a cigarette butt in their front yard, you're done. If you're driving an old beat-up crappy car or truck, you're done. If, if There's a lot of things that go into it, but they like you. They see you. They trust you. They're, they're, they're going to, sooner or later, they're going to buy from you and they're going to at least come out and see what you're all about. When you, when you do, let me point this out too. When you go out and find new customers, let's say you've got only a little bit of, like maybe you got two cows left to sell and you're done. If you get a loyal customer that calls, this is going to be really controversial because people are going to say no. If you get a loyal customer that calls and wants some beef and you're out prospecting, you can get possibility three or four more customers sell it to the loyal customer. And that's kind of a bad scenario, but always put the loyal customer first in everything that you do. If it comes down to it, put the loyal customer first. Offer them the best first. If they say no, fine, then go find a new customer. Keep the loyal customer, but they're just not ready to buy. But don't give new customers something you can't give your loyal customers. And I hate the next thing I'm gonna say, the worst. Don't give a new customer a discount if you're not willing to give your loyal customers a discount. I do not want to be paying more as a loyal customer just because I'm a loyal customer. Then you're going to give some new person a discount. 
They're going to pay less for the same product that I bought from you two or three or four times, and I'm still paying more than this new guy. I'm sorry. Don't cheapen your product by a discount. I don't mind giving away a sample or two. That's fine. That's just marketing. Don't give people discounts for them to buy. Don't cheapen your product. And it makes it look bad to your loyal customers. If that guy gets back to say, yeah, he gave me a big discount on beef and you just paid retail for a package for a big thing of beef like three days earlier, you're going to lose customers. Don't cheapen your product. Don't lose loyal customers over some gimmick. Don't ever do gimmicks. Make it authentic. Somebody wants a discount, say, why? Why do I got to discount my beef? I'm sorry, you're not the customer that I need. I didn't get up every day, work my butt off for two and a half years so I can give you a discount. Why would I discount it? This is the price I got to have. Okay. Now, the beef is this high quality. It will do this. This is how I raised it. Hey, why don't you come out and do a farm tour with me or come out and see the farm? I'll show you why we're asking the price we're asking. And it's really about the same price as a store or however position you want to put it in compared to the store. There's no reason to discount. People will just say that automatically anyway because they don't know what else to say. Just address it and be done with it and, be, and go on to the next thing. They're going to forget about it anyway. So when you're not, when you got enough beef sold or you're out and about, always try to pre-sell your next batch. And then also do some feelers. Say, hey, if I got some chickens in, would you be interested? If you're talking to loyal customers and you're just making conversation, just ask them some Ask them some questions. Say, well, if I got some turkeys in, some heritage turkeys for Thanksgiving, would you be interested in them? I'm just trying to get an idea from all my customers that something they'd be interested in. If I can get some, if I can get some pasture-raised pork, which is the best pork in the world. They're raised off nuts. They're raised off pasture. It's all, you know, there's, it's natural. Would you be interested in pork? Either yes or no. Well, yeah, actually I would. Well, I, got, I can get my hands on some really good pastured pork. And if I get some, would you be interested in a half or a, a whole? Yeah, I would. Great. I'll put your name down. And do that with a lot of people, with a lot of different things. Just start opening questions. You never know what you're going to find. You don't have to send out coupons for everything. Say, hey, Christmas is coming up. I've got a buddy who owns a tree farm. If I could get you a discount on a couple of trees, would you be interested in going out there and, and uh, buying your Christmas trees out there? Yeah, where is it at? Well, he's a really nice guy. He's got the best Christmas trees, blue spruce. They're, they're meticulously taken care of. Here, here's a coupon. Tell him I sent you. Just give him this. You'll get 10% off your next tree purchase. Oh, cool. Okay. If you need any help getting the tree in, maybe you don't have a truck, call me. I'll help you deliver it. Wow, that's great. Okay. All right. Now you've just opened up another sale and you're getting an idea how many people of your, of your customers want some of this extra stuff. And you're making money. You don't have to do anything. You're just making money. All of a sudden, you're making money. You got pre-sales down the road. You you've got, and you can build on that. You know, maybe it's two months away from Christmas. Now you can start building. Maybe the, all the trees are sold out. You've sold seventy trees. Maybe there's another guy selling trees, and you can say, "Well, keep asking my customers. I can sell another thirty trees if I wanted to." Okay. There's so many things you can do. And it, it's endless. If you, if you have a loyal customer base, you can do about anything. And you can sell about anything. As long as it's truthful and it's quality, and it stays true to your brand, you can, you can do a lot. These people want to buy stuff. They're buying it already, but they want to buy it from somebody they know, somebody they trust, and they know it's of, it's of high quality. So start that conversation with people. Okay. Chickens, if you want to start raising chickens on your own, a lot of people want to get into chicken and eggs. Don't just go out and buy 10,000 chickens and then try to sell them after they're done. 
start asking your people, say, hey, if I got some irregular delivery on eggs, maybe once a week, drop you off two dozen, or you come out to the farm, I'll save you two dozen eggs a week. Or if you want three, cause you got a big family or four, would you be interested in something like that? Get a feel. If you get enough people say that, yeah, I would. Let's say you can sell a hundred dozen eggs a month. It might be worth for you to have your own chickens and in, in, in your own layers. And if you have to hire somebody part-time to take care of it, add the money up that you'd make, plus hiring somebody for 10 or $15 an hour to, to collect the eggs and wash them, is it worth it? I mean, these are, these are easy things to do with your loyal customers that you can just ask. Just ask them. Or you can even call them up. Say, hey, hey, Mary, how's the beef going? Hey, I got a question. Can you help me out? Yeah, Jim, what's going on? Hey, I just got to... We're trying to get some ideas for the farm. I really value your opinion. We're thinking about possibly bringing on egg production. Do you have any interest in eggs? If we did, if we decide to do this, would you be interested in like egg delivery or coming out to the farm and getting so many dozens a week or every two weeks? I know you're buying eggs now. Get some farm fresh eggs. Yeah, it'd be great. I would love that. I mean, if you can deliver them or if you can, I can stop out either or. Okay. And make 10 phone calls a day and just ask people. Again, they're your loyal customers. Or even, if let's just say they're not your customers. And they're just people you know. Let's say you know, get out your old wedding list. of your. Maybe your kids just got married or they graduated from high school and you've got a list of everybody you invited. These people all know you, right? They all know you. They came to the, your wedding or they came to your kid's graduation. Call them up. Do 10 a day. Ask them these same questions. Hey, if I brought on egg production or chicken production or I bought some turkeys or Christmas trees or pumpkins, would you think something you guys would be interested in doing? Wow. Now all of a sudden I got a market. I got people saying, yeah, they would buy from me if I did it. I got it already kind of pre-selling stuff. This is the stuff that you do in your off time. You don't have to go out, spend all this money and on a, on a, on a website and, and all these mailers and all this crap that you got to do, hopefully somebody's going to listen and, and come in and buy a little bit from you. I also don't like, and it's kind of skipping a little bit. I don't like, like if you do a farm tour, some people do farm tours and they try to become a, like, like a vacation spot or a destination point. They try to get all these bus loads of people in from out of state. Oh, I had a bus load of people from 65 and older that came in from Indiana and they really loved our farm and they bought $300 worth of product for our farm store. Great. Now you'll never see them again. They'll never buy from you again. You don't even know who they were. You can't follow up with them. You're basing your sales on, on this. So let's say they bought $2,000 of the product. That'd be, I mean, that's okay if, if if came in and bought like candles and knickknacks and blankets and trinkets and stuff like that. But if you're, if you're selling your allotment of beef, you're selling your, you got 30 steers to sell for the month or for the year, and you're selling some beef and stuff and your allotment, to me, it's still a waste of money. You're not, it's a one-time sale when you could be selling other people's stuff. Loyal customers. You're creating a loyal customer base. I know it sounds kind of stupid to people going, well, it's a sale, it's a sale, money's money. Yeah, but I think long-term. My whole deal is long-term. I want somebody that's going to be around in six months, a year, two years, five years. How do you build a farm, an operation, a business without continual loyal customers? And your loyal customers are your bricks. I mean, they're your foundation. Everything in your business relies on these loyal customer base. They have to be your, 
your foundation of you, you have to have a strong base to build a big building, a strong foundation. And these people have to be your strong foundation. And you want to keep building another brick on a brick. And those bricks, each one of those bricks is a loyal customer that spends money with you. And you want to keep building those bricks. I don't want cheap plastic bricks that fall apart right away, a one-time sale. I want long-term customers. And I keep building my bricks of strong, loyal, repeat customers. And if it takes me just a little bit longer, which it won't, it'll actually, you'll grow it faster than if you're constantly looking for new customers that are not loyal. And then, because all you got to do is call 10 people a day, people that know you, love you, trust you, and already buy from them, and just ask them questions. Hey, if I brought on, I know we brought on chicken last year, and you're great customer and you love our eggs and you get 30 chickens a year from me, which I love. What do you think if I brought on turkeys? Would you be interested in a heritage turkey for Thanksgiving? They're the best turkeys you could ever eat. God, I would love a heritage. I heard so much about them. I heard they're great. Okay, now you're building the next step. Can you see how this goes? Can you see how amazing this business grows of loyal customers and you're asking them one at a time what their opinion is, they're not going to say no. Well, some of them say, well, really not into turkeys, but if you could do duck, I've been looking for duck forever. Oh, okay, I'll mark that down. If you get enough people interested in duck, well, I got three more people that said they would buy if we could find some duck. Oh, you do? Okay, so now you got four potential people for duck. You know, how many people does it take before you, you start raising ducks? Or you go find somebody that raises ducks and sell those ducks. I'm hoping you're, you're grasping what I'm saying, how enormous this business can be in a short amount of time with loyal customers. Keep true to your brand, highest quality product, follow up. Stay with your customers. You don't need to have any fancy smancy website or, or, or brochures to send people. It's that personal touch that I want. I want that in my neighborhood. I want personal touch in the neighborhood. I want personal touch of of farm tour people and, and barbecue people, my friends that I get to know, those people are going to give you everything. And you're going to make one hell of a living from it. And you're going to build. You're going to build your business. And people don't even realize you're building your business. It doesn't take, well, I'm going to grab, I'm not, it's not about, hey, I'm going to put it, buy another 100 cows. Yeah, that'll look pretty impressive to everybody. If I got another 100 cows out here, yeah, I'm going to make a fortune. I don't have 100 more customers or 200 more customers for these cows, but yep, I got me some more cows. Now I'm gonna, people are come crawling in. They're going to be buying cows for me because I got a good reputation. Nope, sorry, not going to work. Okay, Build slow, strong, strong foundation. Don't ever lose a customer. Even if you do lose a customer, keep following up with them. Sometimes they lose a customer over silly reasons. Maybe they think they can get, a, a, they get the exact same product for a dollar a pound cheaper somewhere else, okay? Let them do it. Keep following up with them because I'll guarantee the guy they bought from is not following up with them. And, and get them back. The next purchase, get them back. Say, hey, we're bring, did you know that we're bringing, on, we're bringing on chickens this year? Would you like some eggs? You know, you're still a part of our family. Would you like to get some pumpkins? We got, we're bringing on Christmas trees. Get them back slowly. Don't give up on them. Don't get mad. People buy from other people or leave the fold for, for reasons you'll never understand. Sometimes it's just a whim. Sometimes a, a friend got into the business and said, hey, I just got into business. I'm making, I'm growing, I'm raising cows. 
you need to buy from me. Oh yeah, I'll buy from you from now on. And the beef tastes like crap and there's no follow-up and no customer service and, and you're going right back to me again. Okay, that happens. Just don't get angry. Keep following up with them. Keep offering them things. Pretend like nothing happened. Because you can still make a lot of money in these people. You may not make money on the beef this time around, but you will the next time around. And sometimes people get in their own. They start selling their own beef. They say, yeah, I'm gonna, I, this looks pretty easy. You know, I'm going to raise my own cow. And everybody knows bringing on cows to a place that's never had cows, it's a, it's a, it's a financial drain. And it takes time and so much money. A lot of people get in, they get out right away, and they think all cows are cute, and all you got to do is pet them and put them in this little tiny pen and feed them some grass clippings from when they get done mowing, and this cow is going to grow into something great. We all know that's not the truth. So just let people make their mistakes, get them back in the fold. So there's, there's quite a few things you can do to keep following up. If you want to send out a newsletter, if you want to do billboards. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you can do to spend money on. You can do a blog. I don't know. You can do a blog if you want to. I don't, me personally, I've never read a blog in my life and I don't buy products because of a blog. I buy because it's easy. It's convenient. I do go out and I like to see what, how they're raised. If I see a big, if I see cows in a big manure pit and, and they're all in dirt and mud and up to their knees and poop, I am not buying from them. So it is important to me if I go out and see what I'm buying. Christmas trees, I'll go scout Christmas trees if they're dead, brown, never been, never been trimmed, the grass has never been mowed, the farm looks like crap. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just not buying there. I want the, the, I want the whole experience. When I spend my money, I want the whole experience. I like quality. I want a quality experience. I don't care about the price. I couldn't give two licks if I spend 20 bucks or 100 bucks for a tree. I really couldn't care. It makes no difference. But if I got the experience and I got a a nice place I'm buying on and the owner's out there saying hi, maybe he's got his ATV to help me load it to my truck. Maybe he's out there giving me some ideas. Hey, this tree over here is two years old. This one's three. This is going to stand up better. The, the the, The needles aren't quite as brittle. He's giving me a little bit of a walk around on different trees. Dude, I'm all over it. I'm buying. I'm not going to sit there and go, well, I can get a tree a lot cheaper, maybe $5, $10 cheaper over there in Madison County, you know, or at this place, or I can go to Walmart and buy me something a lot cheaper. That ain't me. People like customers like me because I'll buy regardless of the price. I want the experience. Will I buy again? Yes, if, I, if they follow up with me and they stay with me. If that farmer was smart and called me up in about October and said, hey, Jim, I know you bought a tree from me last year. I really appreciate it. I know you bought this one over here. I know you got a couple of kids. Bring them out again. The trees will be ready. And at the end of November, I'll take you around. I'll show you the best tree again and bring your kids. They can help me cut it down. I'm there. I don't care what the price is. This guy is gold. This guy cares. This guy, this guy it, got it. Who calls you up for stuff like that? Who calls you after you buy beef? Hy-Vee's never called me or Piggly Wiggly's never called me afterwards when I bought beef or I bought $300 worth of groceries. No one's ever called me up and said, thank you. No one's ever said, how was my purchase? No one asked me if my raspberries or my blueberries were moldy when I got it home. And would say they always are. No one's ever said, hey, I apologize. I'll send some right over that are fresh. If they did, I'd never not buy. I'd never not buy from them again. 
Selling is about personal touch. Following is about follow-up is about personal touch. It's easy. If you forget about them, they forget about you. There's there's the the truth of the truth. You forget about them, they forget about you. You sell them once, great, but you're not selling me again. You got me in at once, you're not getting me in again. And you're sitting over going, geez, now I got to find two customers because I lost him because I don't know why I lost him. Boy, I thought I tried to treat him really well a year ago. Gosh, I don't know what I did wrong. Now I got to find two customers to have an increase. And maybe he referred three people to you. Now I lost all three of them. Didn't follow up with them either. So I've lost four sales because I'm too lazy to, to follow up with my people. I mean, people, Jesus, it's so, it's so easy and it's, it's so beneficial to your business. And have a good follow-up system. For God's sakes, you spend all this money and time getting a customer, spend more time keeping them. Why do you want to go out and find another customer to, 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 to replace him or her? Keep them. I swear to you, these people are going to give you referrals. They're going to bring people out to you. They're going to bring people with them so they can get the same experience. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of marketing shows, and it drives me crazy. I can't even tell you how embarrassed I am at some of these speeches these guys give. Nothing even pertains to any of this. It's all about the computer, and it's all about getting new customers through fancy pricing and you know we can we can hide this price in here and, and change the pricing up a little bit so they really can't figure out what what's going on or we package things to make like you're getting a good deal. Bull crap. That's not us. That's never gonna happen. I love my business too much. I want it to grow and prosper. I want people to think well I mean when I go to a grocery store or I go to golfing, I go golfing or I go bowling or I go wherever I movie theater. I see some of my customers. I don't want to have to walk the other way. I want to walk right up to them and I want to know their name. Hey, Bill, Nancy, how you doing? Great to see you. What movie you see? Yeah, us too. You know, can I buy you a popcorn? Hey, how's things at home? Great. You know, thank you again. Look forward to seeing you again. I mean, come on. I don't want to walk. Do you want to walk the other way? When you, when you sell somebody and you walk in, you see somebody at a store, do you want to walk the other way because you're embarrassed? I would be embarrassed right now for the people that sold me this beef and have never yet to call me back. And it still sticks with me like you don't believe. I, am, I still can't get over it. It drives me crazy. Why did I just spend all this money for not even a thank you? I don't get enough. I don't get any money. I don't get any, any thank yous for spending all this money. I'm not what you deserve it. You're entitled to it. It'd be stupid for me not to buy from you so I don't need to call you and thank you. I drove three and a half hours to pick up some beef and not one thank you. Hey, how's the beef? How's things going? And it was, it was freaking delicious. I mean, it was the best thing I've ever eaten. But I'm not telling anybody. I could have told 50 people by now, if not more. I would have put it on Facebook and said, hey, if you guys ever want some beef, you got to buy it from this place. This place is amazing. The owner... This guy is amazing. He calls me, checks up. His product is undeniably the best beef I've ever eaten. Right now, I'm not saying a word to anybody except to you guys. And I'm telling you the bad experience I had. I'm not going to mention names. 
But I would if, if I was just a regular dude. Don't be that guy. Don't, don't be that place. So I'm going to wrap this up because I think you guys are getting the idea. Follow-up is the key to your business. Yes, you're going to get new customers, but you can get more new customers from follow-up. Make most of your day about follow-up. Once you get going and you start getting all these customers coming in, you build your brand, you got the best product in the world, you got conviction, you're out selling, you're talking to people, even people you don't sell, you're following up. You're, you're checking with them. They didn't follow, if they didn't buy, you're still following up. You're still friends with them. You're going to the neighborhoods. You're going to all these people, the doctors. You're going to the health clinics. You're going to all these people that are buying your, you're, you're finding people that buy, that want your particular product and you're sticking with them. You're, you're, you're following up with them. You're following up with the butcher. You're going to talk to the butcher all the time. Tell him what a great job he's doing. We appreciate it. He's part of the group. He's part of the family. He's part of your operation. Tell him how important he is. Give him a tip. Buy him some flowers. Send him on a movie theater trip. Give him and his wife some, a meal out. Do whatever you can to be on the best side of your butcher. If he's got three more butchers in there, give them some movie tickets. Go and treat them to a dinner. It's well worth your money. Whatever you got to spend... If your butcher's not on your side, you're going to lose one hell of a lot of business. If your butcher's on your side, he's going to refer people to you. He doesn't sell beef. He buys beef from a farmer or rancher. Then he resells it if he wants to put some in his meat case. Invite him out to the farm. Invite him out to a barbecue. Invite his family. Get to know his wife. Get to know his kids. It's worth the effort. You need him. Find him another butcher that he can hire that's USDA qualified. Okay? He's, he's, he's got his USDA designation because that's what people have to have in order to, re to retail your beef. Help him in every aspect that you can possibly help him. Take a little bit, of, and this is a big thing, take a percentage of your beef. If it's just hamburger, I don't care, give it away. Just give it away to some people that can really use it. Okay, don't expect anything in return. Find out who needs it in the, in the community and go give some beef away. How much can it cost you to give 50 pounds of hamburger away? But it can make a whole big difference in a customer's, into a, into a person's life. Go give some hamburgers away. They want a barbecue like everybody else does on the 4th of July. If you see them, they got three or four kids, but they can't afford the nice, the good burger. They can afford the, the real crap that, that, that they put on a skillet and, it's, and it flames up and it smells so bad and they can barely eat it because it stinks. Give them the good stuff, Okay. Just give some away. Once a month, once every two months, just give a little bit away. It'll make you feel good. It'll make you realize what you're doing this for. Give and, go to the food bank and ask them, hey, who is, who's a family or two or three that would really appreciate, you know, so I got fresh from the butcher free beef. We did that once to a, 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 a bride and a groom for a reception. They had probably 30 people at a reception, but they couldn't afford food and i remember uh we donated food and it was the best thing in the world you can do that with a lot of people and giving people hamburgers if you give somebody five pounds of hamburger 10 pounds of hamburger 20 pounds of hamburger it's nothing off the bottom line but it's going to make you feel real good so be part of the community do good things don't do bad things produce the best quality beef in the world stay true to your brand stay true to yourself don't deviate don't cheapen your brand. Don't cheapen yourself. Only go after people 
that want your product, that deserve your product, that can pay for your product. Keep following up. Keep prospecting. Go after people that will repeat, be repeat buyers. Retain your customers no matter what. That's it. I mean, that, that's the secret of longevity. Build your building blocks. Best building blocks that make the longest standing business. Remember, money follows energy. I can't say it enough. The more energy you put into it, the more money you're going to make. And you're going to do it ethically. We want ethical business people. And we want quality people representing what we are doing. We don't want shysters representing what we're doing for a living. We don't want subpar quality being out there and people are eating and going, this is disgusting. Okay? We want quality in everything that we do. And there really is no competition. If you got other people that are doing the same thing you're doing, you're not enemies. You're not competitors. Help each other. There's enough people in this world. You couldn't produce enough product to feed everybody. So why bother? Why, why get bent out of shape? You guys could take each a neighborhood. You'll never run into each other. You could just do your own relatives, and you'll never run into each other. Help each other out. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be enemies. Okay? Well, this is going to end this for the night. I got to be in Kansas City for a meeting the rest of the week. And I will be back to you next week. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please call me, 319-213-4672. Or text me if you have any questions, concerns. You just want to talk about something. If there's something you want me to talk about in the podcast. If there's any of you who like a farm, that I've got invited out to two places now to do a farm tour. And I want to do farm tours. And I want to put them on the podcast and put them on the Facebook page. If anybody would, would like to have me come out, I would love it. There's no cost, nothing like that. I just want to come out and talk to you, ask you a bunch of questions, how you do things, look at your operation, not judge it. I just want to look at it, see how you guys are doing. I want to, I want to put you on the podcast, put you on the Facebook page, and just get to kind of let people know who's all listening to this and all the different things that are going on in the world as far as farming and ranching and what everybody's doing. Maybe you can pick up some ideas. That's what this station, that's what this podcast is about, is learning. Teaching, learning, how to make your operation better. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm not here to tell you how to run your operation. I would never do that. This is just give you ideas. Maybe open up your mind a little bit and think, God, I never thought of that before. That's a great idea that can add to your operation. And so if you got any, any anybody out there who would like to have me come up, I would absolutely love it. Text me, 319-213-4672. Again, if you need any computer help, help setting up a website, help setting up anything. I don't, again, it's, I, some people still do websites. If you got anything with computers as far as follow-up, anything at all, get a hold of Tyler. Just just text me, at, again, at 319-213-4672. I'll get a hold of Tyler, and he can get a hold of you, and he can help you out. He may charge, but he doesn't charge very much. So, I look forward to it. I look forward to the next podcast, and I hope you guys all have a very, very prosperous night.